Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Do you ever feel left out like your friends want to be with someone else instead of you? What if you really needed those friends to help you solve a mystery? Chris and Maria discover an old safe in their grandparents' basement, but no one knows the combination. Who gave the money to build the cross above Mill Valley? Chris and Maria think the answer is inside the old safe. As they follow the clues, Chris learns some important lessons about friendship and jealousy, and about being a Christian. Chapter 7 Trail to Mill Valley Cross The teller's big brown van pulled to a stop about two miles outside of Mill Valley near a sign that said Trail to Mill Valley Cross. The shoebox kids piled out into the parking lot. Mr. Shoe gathered everyone together before the hike and asked Jesus for protection and thanked him for the beauty of nature. The hike to the cross takes about an hour, he told the group, but we're in no hurry, so let's stick together and enjoy the walk. It's been a long time since I was on this trail, Chris said. Isn't it just a long dirt trail to the top? That could be tough for you, Willie. Willie's eyes twinkled. Wait until you see this. He led the group around the van so they could see a long paved ramp leading down the hill toward the trail marker. Wow, Chris exclaimed. When did they do that? Willie popped his chair back on two wheels and laughed. The city just finished it last week, and from the bottom there, a paved trail leads all the way up to the cross on the hill. Mr. Shoe read about it in the paper. That's why we came here today. Wow, Sammy Tan said. We're going to have to bring our bikes here this summer. It's pretty neat if you ask me, Willie said. It's great, Jenny added. Willie turned around and headed toward the ramp. Let's go. I'll race you to the trail marker. Don't we have to wait for Mr. Shoe? Jenny asked, but it was too late. Before anyone could even move, Willie started down the ramp. He turned to give everyone a quick grin before twisting his head back to see what he was doing. Suddenly, his left hand slipped and the wheelchair swung to the right. Then the right wheel slid off the ramp. He's going to crash, Didi yelled. Willie managed to get both wheels on the ramp again, but by now he was going way too fast. For a second, everyone just stood there and stared. Then Maria grabbed Chris's arm and yanked him forward as she started skipping sideways down the hill. Come on, we'll cut him off. Chris almost tripped, but he managed to stay on his feet, moving downhill as fast as he could go without falling. Sammy, Jenny, and Dee Dee were right behind. Hang on, Willie! Dee Dee shouted. Willie's eyes were as big as Mrs. Shoe's sugar cookies as he raced down the ramp. It took all his skill as a driver to keep his wheelchair on the ramp and keep it from flipping over. Ryan didn't even try skipping sideways down the steep hill. He ran straight down and started going faster and faster and faster. Before he could do anything about it, his head and shoulders were going faster than his feet could go. Ryan looks like he's going to fly, Maria shouted to Chris. Chris leaped over a bush. If he does, he won't stay up very long. At least Ryan is getting down the hill faster than anyone else. In about two seconds, Chris realized, Ryan is going to hit the ramp right behind Willie's speeding wheelchair. If anyone could stop Willie, it would have to be Ryan. Suddenly, Ryan's feet hit the ramp. As he started to tumble over, he grabbed the handles on Willie's chair and hung on. Slow me down, Ryan, Willie yelled. Amazingly, Ryan held on as the chair dragged him. A few seconds later, Chris and Maria were close enough to grab onto Willie's wheelchair and pull it to a stop. Wow, Dee Dee said as she arrived. I thought you were a goner, Willie. Willie ran an arm across his forehead. So did I, Dee Dee. Thanks to Ryan, I didn't have to try going around that last corner. I wouldn't have made it. After shouting back to the adults that everyone was okay, the shoebox kids walked slowly on down to the corner by the trail marker. You're right, Chris said to Willie. You never would have made it. 
He turned to Ryan. You were great. The way you blasted down that hill to catch Willie, I thought you were going to fly. Yeah, thanks, Ryan, Willie added. There would have been an awful crash if you hadn't stopped me in time. Ryan had a sheepish look on his face. I, I really didn't do much. Sure you did, Dee Dee said. You saved Willie's life. Ah, don't be so dramatic. I just got going so fast I couldn't stop until I got to the ramp, Ryan explained. I honestly... Save it, Chris said, winking at Ryan. You did a great job. Don't try to pretend you didn't. I'm sure Ryan grabbed Willie's chair so he wouldn't fall over. I guess no one else noticed that, but he was running down the hill to help Willie just like the rest of us. When the grown-ups got to the bottom of the hill, Mr. Shoe studied the shoebox kids through narrow eyes. Are you all right, Willie? Yes, sir, Willie answered. Good, that's very good. But Mr. Shoe didn't lose the troubled look. Next time, it might be wise to come down the hill a bit more slowly. Yes, Mr. Shoe, we will, the shoebox kids replied in unison. Maria gave Chris a sharp nudge in the side. Then she leaned over and whispered into his ear. Chris cleared his throat. Um, can we go on ahead of the rest of the group, Chris asked. Mr. Shoe rubbed his chin for a moment. He usually rubbed his chin before he answered a can we question. If you don't get too far ahead, he said, when you get to the cross, wait for the rest of us slow people, okay? Chris and Maria waited until they were out of sight of the grown-ups before calling the shoebox kids together to tell them about the mystery. Everyone gathered around Willie and kept walking. We have another mystery to solve, Chris said secretively. Maria and I decided we needed your help to solve it. Great, Jenny said. Then she frowned. It's not someone's pet disappearing again, is it? No, not that, Chris answered. As everyone gathered, Chris noticed that Ryan was pushing Willie's wheelchair. Willie never lets anyone push his wheelchair, and Dee Dee is walking right beside Ryan like he's her best friend. Suddenly, he was jealous of Ryan. Maria got tired of waiting for Chris to explain the mystery. When we were playing down in Grandma and Grandpa's basement, we found an old safe that belonged to our great-grandpa Archer. It hasn't been opened for years because no one knows what the combination is. Grandma said we could open it if we found it. Chris finally spoke up, and Maria thinks we might be able to prove that great-grandpa Archer is the one who donated the money for the cross up here. That sounds interesting, Dee Dee said. Doesn't it, Ryan? Yeah, it does, Ryan said. Hey, maybe there's some evidence in the safe that proves your great-grandpa really did donate the cross. That's what Maria and I thought, Chris agreed. Willie frowned. Do you know where to look? I mean, the combination could be anywhere. That's the whole point of solving the mystery, Chris sighed. Right, Willie said. I forgot. Hey, Ryan said suddenly. Let's hurry and get to the cross. Okay, Willie said. Let's go. Chris started to run with everybody else when he felt a sharp pain in his foot. Ouch, he cried as he stopped. Everyone else kept going as he untied his shoe. I must have gotten a rock in my shoe when I was coming down the side of that hill. It sure hurts. Sitting down beside the trail, he took off his shoe and emptied a small rock out onto the trail. When Chris finally got to the cross, where everyone was supposed to meet, he caught a glimpse of Dee Dee's yellow jacket disappearing around the next corner. Hey, wait up, guys, he yelled. He ran around the same corner. Hey, guys, he choked on his words. He was all alone. He stopped in his tracks and frowned. Where had everyone gone? The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 4, The Missing Combination Mystery, written by Eric Stoffel, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. 
If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.